All right, and I'm Wonder Woman. We got a Wonder Woman reference in this one. <laughs> yeah, kind of a continuity breaker, by the way. Well, Another one, right? Another like little one because we've <laughs> talked about this before too, about mentioning of an expanded, an extended universe, right? Yeah, but we're gonna have to. We'll have to talk about why that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> of course, we have to. What's happening, guys? Yes, we took like a two-week break when it came to DC Fanimated, but we no, 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 we didn't take a two-week oh, break. Stop Dave it. took a two-week break. That's Jeez. what. That's how this works. He always wants to put the blame on me. It's fine. Well, but hey, you know, own it. Own uh, yeah, shit. but you know, we would already be done with the stream tonight. If oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Ah. Being late tonight is my fault. <laughs> Absolutely, I'll own that. Yes. There you go. There you go. No, yeah, we took a we took we took a break because obviously the past couple of weekends have been. Uh, we had a holiday weekend, and then of course I uh, was at Metallica the weekend before. But we're back now. We're talking about Superman season two, baby animated series, and we're starting off with a bang with blast blasts. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I looked at your tweet and I looked at the YouTube link, going, "Did he spell it right? Did he, oh, did he put the S?" I did. On, I, I you did. did. You did. Pluralized plus. Yes, yes. You know, when it comes to Scott, he does check. He checks. He checks. Oh, I check. He oh, checks. I check. He'll let me Ask know. Ask him I... for the last eight years. I check. No, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, so much appreciated because when I see it, I immediately go, oh, shit. And then I go right to it, change it. And then I'm like, then I give you like a thumbs up. I'm like, yeah, thank you. Thank you for doing that. But yes, we're blast from the past where, yeah, like you, like you just showed right there. We get some phantom zone craziness in this one right here. We get a device. We get a full on like monitor and it's a, it's a device. <laughs> Well, it's the projector. It's the Phantom yeah. Zone projector. Yeah, because I mean that's the the idea of the Phantom Zone projector being in the ship. I love it because it's such a great callback to like a little line in the very first episode. I just thought, yay, that's that's great. Because do you remember what Jor-El's plan was? I, I mean, I kind of do. Well, what's the line? Yeah. Tell me well, the that. point was he said that, you know, one ship, we could put everyone on Krypton in the Phantom Zone. And so the idea was, well, if that was his plan, well, then wouldn't he have a Phantom Zone projector in said rocket ship? So I just, great. I love the fact that the ship is, that the projector is there in the ship to be discovered um, you know, based on, on Jor-El's original plan from the first episode. Yeah, no, that's cool. And then I love how Professor <laughs> Professor Hamilton's like trying to like he finds a secret compartment. So he's trying his best to like, you know, open it up and, with a screwdriver. Uh, yeah, with a flathead screwdriver. It's like, uh, you're not going to get as much leverage with that one right there. But I, I, I love it. And then Superman just shows up and that, you know, I was like, hey, you want some help? And then he was like, well, let me get this one at least. Come on. Can I get this one? And it was just yeah. And then, of course. Here's what we find. We find the projector. And it is cool because obviously, you know, Superman knows what it is. And when he's when they're looking inside it, I mean, it's got a creepy vibe to it, too, because obviously you could see it's it reminds you of like it's like, well, I mean, you could take like the idea of Ghostbusters and the, the containment unit. I remember like mm -hmm. even the animated series went inside with that where you could actually like I think there was a thing where like they could look in there and you see like. Yes, they did. Because yeah. I, I remember that from the Ghostbusters animated series. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of gave me those kind of vibes a little bit. 
but uh, in the background, a whole lot of Kirby crackle. Oh yeah. <laughs> the Kirby crackle. Yes. The Kirby crackle is definitely in there, but, uh, and then I like it too, that, uh, you know, the professor just kind of just like he's messing with the dials and stuff like why? that. Why? What? And yes. Emil, don't do that. Emil, why? 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 Why you touch? Why are you touching? Stop! Stop, stop touching it. things. Don't touch things. Don't touch knobs. All right. You know, for you know, regular knobs and other knobs. I went there. Yes, I know. But uh, I'm just saying. It, <laughs> I had to. It was a joke. Yeah, you did. You did. Right, yeah. It's what we do here. We have fun here on DC Fanimated. We get. Yeah, we go there. But anyways, yeah, don't touch it. Don't touch it because then all of a sudden, yes, you get a huge, like, multi-legged, big, huge. What was that thing? I don't I know mean... what that thing was, but it 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 resulted into a cool little action sequence with Superman where he had to, like, take it on. Yeah, it did. did. And now, yeah. before that, though, I do appreciate the fact that the only reason Superman knows what the Phantom Zone is is because of the orb that he got from Brainiac. And I like the and I like that continuity of oh yeah, this is something that the orb told me about. Yeah. Because there's no reason for Superman to have any knowledge of the Phantom Zone whatsoever. So I I once again, you know, that this is where things like do like connect and tie together and you know, when they don't break continuity, it's it's nice to have these things. I yeah, I agree with that. And I'm sorry, I forgot to say hi to people in the chat, but uh, about time. <laughs> a couple of Sundays. Yes, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, we're thanks, good. We're getting Cortez. What's happening? We also got your Jason here, too. And we got Ryan as well. So just saying hi to the folks that are out there currently right now. And it's, of course, you know, it's the opening weekend for NFL, too, which is also crazy. But, you know, got the game on in the background. It's a blowout. So it's not even important. Anyways, <laughs> uh, so sorry for my, I have a my buddy whose his team is the Giants and they are getting rocked right now. Anyways, hey, we also got Lane right here, too. Hopefully things are good with you. I know you're, there was a big, huge earthquake in Morocco where, where Lane lives and it was pretty gnarly, apparently, so. Hopefully everything's going good over there. But yes, going back to this. So we have this uh, alien creature that he has to take on. And I love how he just like, uh, you know, obviously fighting it. The, the, it could also fly too. Not only is this just like a big, huge bug that is like, oh boy, I got to take this on. But it can also fly. <laughs> well, like, of course, everything could fly on Earth, apparently. You know, right. I, it was interesting, though, the way they described the Phantom Zone, because when they first introduce you to the Phantom Zone, it's not like where you immediately get, you know, Kryptonians or even humanoids like right off the bat because Superman doesn't describe it as like Krypton's prison. They just describe it as the place where they would store dangerous aliens, <laughs> which is a little bit different than what I'm used to. Cause yeah. usually when you hear about the Phantom Zone, it's, it's straight up just, this is where Krypton decided to like dump their garbage. Yeah. Dump the garbage, garbage. But yeah, the fact that he, I even kind of chuckled at that too when he said dangerous aliens. It's like, well, technically, if they're storing the people of their culture, it's not. Yeah, but I mean, I guess he's explaining it in the way that it's like, oh yeah, it's, he's explaining it to the professor. Understandable, but yeah. But uh, then of course taking them, and then I love the fact that Superman uses like a utility pole to basically. <laughs> Yeah. You know, well, he just, first he like rips it like the poor guys who are working on it, and yeah. then Superman one rips it, uses it like a baseball bat to like smack the creature, yeah. and then you know 
it looked like he was trying to impale the creature at first, mm -hmm. but they went standards and practices, and he's just like holding the creature down yeah. until Doctor Hamilton can, you know, figure just out how to reverse the turn projector. back that knob that you turn forward, and sure enough, we trap the beast again. Oh man! But then, of course, then we get then we meet Mala. I know, and she is like totally about it, like, hey. Get me out of here. I've served my time for shit's sake. Which is funny because usually when we talk with the Phantom Zone, how would she have any like like perception or concept of time? I mean, traditionally when we talk with the Phantom Zone, it is just sort of this nothingness. Yeah. So it's like, how would like you limbo. know you've served your time? Yeah, like, it's like a limbo thing. Yeah. It is yeah. kind of interesting, and then and then they kind of communicate with each other too. Like, like Superman just talks, and she can hear him. You know, yeah, but I I I, I yeah. chalk that up to the projector. Like, yeah, like, true. Yeah, but she flat out, you know, name drops and goes like, "Yeah, well, you know, get you know." Obviously, he says he's Kal El, so he goes, "Oh, I'll find Jor El. He will back me up." So it's just kind of like one of those things like, oh, she knows his father. And then, of course, we get a little backstory with Mala when it comes to uh, I, I was having pr trouble like listening what his name is. I know it's Jax, but Jax or Jax or Jax or. Right? OK, yeah. so yeah. Jax or uh, J-A-X hyphen U-R. Okay. OK. Now, in the comics, uh, originally, Jax or was the like the original like big bad Kryptonian like. I, thanks to Superman 2, we all and, and from that That's point right. on, we all think of Zod. Yeah. But in the comics, it was Jack Sawyer because in the comics, Jack Sawyer was a scientist. Um, I'm most familiar with the interpretation of Jack Sawyer as the scientist who creates the world destroyers, uh, which, um, you know, fans, if you've seen Krypton or you've seen Man of Steel, Oh, and this is what this is what I thought about. You know, like when you see those Krypton sequences, at the beginning of Man of Steel, and you see the destroyed moon in the sky. You know that the moon's name is Wegthorn. Mm. Now, in the comics, the reason that moon is destroyed is because it was a test of Jaxer's world destroyers. Oh. And so he blew up one of Krypton's moons as a demonstration of what, what, I, what can I can do. do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's so that's where Jaxor originally comes. And I actually get introduced to Jaxor through this really great novel by Kevin J. Anderson called The Last Days of Krypton. And it's a cool novel because what Kevin J. Anderson tried to do was he tried to take all the various versions of Krypton's history and he kind of amalgamated them together to create, you know, a streamlined version of what Krypton was like before it was destroyed and what was the series of events by combining many different versions and kind of creating a one version. So that's kind of cool. Mm -hmm. And also, because in the comics, Jack Sawyer is such the big guy that he was actually depicted in some comics as he would give Zod orders. So it's it's interesting. I always find it interesting that this animated series went with Jack Sawyer, even though they gave him kind of a Zod-like personality and oh, a Zod-like story. Um, and 
I tried to do some research about why they use Jaxer instead of Zod. And unfortunately, I didn't get anything definitive. I got a lot of speculation. And because in the it, some say that apparently there was some sort of like unspoken rule after Superman 2 uh, to hmm. not use Zod again. Yeah. In, in other what media. I'm kind of wondering. Yeah. I've heard that was thing, but once again, there was nothing definitive or anything for me to like say the because in the comics, they at post crisis starting with John Byrne, DC really did go with this last son of Krypton. Like yeah. Superman is it. Yeah. So if you saw other Kryptonians, you either learned that they weren't Kryptonians or they were Kryptonians from like an alternate reality. But the idea was that there was this hard line for a while that no, Superman truly was the last surviving Kryptonian. So that kind of led to there wasn't a, quote, real Zod in the comics for years, decades, literally. So that's so that's one theory that came up. The other theory was that there might have been like a rights or copyright issue or something like they just couldn't use Zod. And so they went with kind of the original big bad with Jack Soar. Because then you, which can go, because you also got Mala. Yeah. Who is a complete creation uh, for the animated series. Mala is not an actual character from the comics. Yeah. And, And she does sound like she has a voice of somebody that we should know. Yes, I was I was waiting for that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do you know why you should know the voice? No, I don't. <laughs> because she's been in the animated universe before. Oh. Mala, yeah, Mala is voiced by Leslie Easterbrook. Okay. Um, she was Rhonda in Heart of Steel. Ah, there it is. Okay. That's where it's kind of that's where it sounded familiar then. I and was I'm sure you wondering... recognize Jack Soar's voice. No, I did not. I know. Disappointed. I know. What is it? What it's Ron Perlman, it? man. Oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> Was not even paying attention. Holy crap. It's Ron Perlman. Well, that's awesome. And he has such a distinct voice. How did I not? I, I, just, I don't know. I don't know how you it's, did. I know. It's been a day. It's been a day. It's what can obviously I say? been a day. It's been a day. But uh, I like the fact that we actually go back to, of course, the Fortress of Solitude in this episode. Yes. And because obviously, like you said, when he said, like when, when, um, Obviously, her talking about Jorel and then Superman knowing about the Phantom Zone. He learned it from the orb. Well, here's the orb at the Phantom Zone. So he goes back in there to try to get her backstory. And there's like a funny moment that happens in there because obviously he's like, you know, or he finds the box too, the box also that he found, obviously, that we saw in the first episode. Was it the first episode? No, it was uh, in part two. Part two of that. Okay. Because it was in the ship when That's Jonathan right. and Martha, you know, basically you know, finally say, Hey, you're an alien. Yeah. Guess what? And then of course you have like the thing, the, the puzzle box thing that just shows the S and then it beams it into his head. So we get that. And, and it's just kind of funny because there's like a moment where Superman's on top of a building and all these ships flying and he ducks. <laughs> it's like, why are you ducking, <laughs> yeah. dude? You're like, not even, it's not real, dude. It's fine. But I just got, I found it funny that he was like, like, because obviously you're seeing the backstory, you're seeing, uh, uh, Jack's like, uh, basically just going you know talking to the troops and doing all the things and like rallying them up and you see mala behind him and and then of course 
obviously shit goes bad and you see ships like flying in, but it was just, I don't know. I had a little laugh and I even reminded him like, did he really duck? <laughs> it's like, dude, you're in, you're projected into this imagery. It's not real. What are you ducking for? But whatever. It's fine. <laughs> just thought that was funny. <laughs> um, a cute little, uh, it's not continuity, but uh, did, did the armor of Jaxor's soldiers look kind of familiar? little bit they looked i mean they had what am i trying to think of here mm, what are you trying to think of here um is- i'm just gonna i'm gonna drop a show and i'm gonna say there's a there's a funny little design connection okay think batman beyond ah okay <laughs> you talk about like the cops of gotham city like didn't no, gotham- no 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 go back go back okay here here's your homework assignment Okay. Go back to the flashback. Go back to the history lesson, okay. and pay close attention to the complete body design of of not only Jack Sewer's armor, but then also like his troops too. Okay. With and keep Batman Beyond in mind. I think okay. there was a little recycling that happened. Just might have say. been something. So it was something that was used. Okay. I would have to like go back and look at because I'm like not. My no one cheating scared. in the chat. Don't, don't no one cheat, cheat in the chat. This is a homework assignment. Damn it. But uh, but what was I? I I mean, I thought like they they looked almost robotic. Yes, they bit. did. But I'm just I'm I just was saying. thinking like going back to Heart of Steel again, and like some of those robots, like some of the armor kind of looked like that. At least like with the soldiers, I don't know. Maybe no, I don't know. But okay, well, well, yeah, that's the homework assignment. There you go, people. Okay, no cheating in the chat. But uh, yeah, but but I, but it's cool, like you know that he's like seeing the entire, um, uh, seeing what what happened, and she was sentenced to twenty years, but it was reduced because she was just following orders. So obviously, well, that's what they believed, though. Like that was, was the she part- really though? Yeah. Was she really? I mean, it's interesting that you know Jaxer gets like forever yeah you are banished permanently to the phantom zone yeah and she gets 20 years you know um so that's why she was like hey um i serve my time can you let me out of this thing and then of course you know superman does eventually you know do that and it's like you already know it's like that's not a good idea we we as an audience we know it's like soups what are you doing what are you doing I mean, yeah and i mean the hopes is i mean i get it though you almost understand it though because it's like hey this is somebody else from my world that could be here and maybe i can have a little help and we can understand that but you know, you're 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 literally digging. You're scraping the bottom of the barrel, the Phantom Zone barrel here, soups. You you, you, have, you literally have a you have an ex-con. Yeah. You know that, and and, and not only, you. and not only do you bring her to Earth, you immediately start teaching her how to use her powers. Yeah. What? Not good. Not good. And that's what we see next is the fact that we see her like working her powers, and she's like starting to get familiar with her strength and everything. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, the whole time you're going, this is not good. This is, this is not good. This is not a good plan. Not a good plan at all. Not a good plan. And then she is like, you know, she gets all flirty with him, of course, gives him a little kiss. And 
can't owl. Just stuff like that. And it, and, and, and she's then, like putting her hand on his chest. Yeah. Like I won't use my arm. powers for bad. I swear I won't. It's like, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, don't trust there. Please don't. And of course, you know what happens? You know, they, they go on their first little. OK. And then, of course, naturally, it's like, all right, we're going to go on our first little. um Batman Crime. and Robin mission. Yes, essentially. But it, and then of course it's like the cliche, okay, there's a bank being robbed. So let's just go to this bank. And she, of course, looks through the wall and can see, oh yeah, there's uh there's that. And she's just kind of she's not impressed, obviously, with Earthlings. <laughs> not really impressed. Um, so then of course, um they split up and then and then when when the when some of the bank robbers leave, she tries to learn how to fly, which was like Whoa. okay, that was fun. Yeah, I liked how she just kind of like steps off the building and it's <laughs> yeah. just kind of like I'm floating here. Like yeah. Superman does like the graceful, like yes. it flies off and she just kind of like floats away. Yeah. She's like, yeah, she stumbles off and it's like she's just trying to literally find footing by flying. I don't know. It's 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 a funny one. And then um obviously like when it comes to these two robbers that are like uh, getting away, she stops them and then naturally just like what we all suspected, she's she's about to get a little too rough. And of course Superman comes in, intervenes and is like, "Hey, what did I say? Don't do it." She can't help herself. What are you talking about? She's yeah, but I also but also like when the cops show up and and she has like this whole idea that Superman rules over Earth these troops? people. Are yes. these Earth troops? <laughs> You're right. Earth troops. I am Superman's second in command. Yes, I know. And then I know. And Lois shows up, too. And then Lois is just I love her lines. I mean, that's why I said at the beginning, like, yeah, yeah, right. And I'm Wonder Woman. Uh, of course, we haven't got to that point yet. But I love how she says, like, I thought I was career minded. You know, it's like Lois is not having it. Obviously, because it's like, who is this bitch? I mean, essentially, Lois is like, who is this bitch? I've been crushing on this man for I don't know how long now. And then all of a sudden we get this Kryptonian woman that shows up. Of course, a little jealousy from Lois. little jealousy. A little so jealousy from Mala, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. She's, I mean, she's crushing on soups. Why not? I mean, why wouldn't she? Well, she you get crush? the idea that Mala kind of has the she's attracted to power yeah that's at least that's how i interpret it that's a good that's good yeah and, and so like that. when she was with jexor he was the most powerful man on krypton by her perception as the military leader and then here on earth superman being the only other kryptonian makes him the most powerful man on the planet so i think she has a type she does have a type she does I didn't think about that until yeah. That's 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 a good point, very good point. And then and then speaking of you know the power type, of course, Mister Baldy Dickhead couldn't help himself, and he just goes on the news and goes, "Look what's happening here." And See, he just, okay, I was a little bothered by this scene though. Who was I? Yeah, I, I what? Is, why, little... why? Like it's just it doesn't fit. This is it not doesn't fit. fit. No, yeah. no, no. Because uh, Lex, this Lex would. You know, he would say these kind of things behind closed doors. Like, look, right? But you no, know, if he's doing a press conference, he would be he would be subtle. He would be intimating. He's was, very unhinged. He was very unhinged, thing. and it was a little on the nose. And I'm like, yeah. this is a lot of character for our Lex. Thank you, because I I didn't really like. I was like, okay, cool. Lex is just going off, and it's the only time we really see him. And I mean, in this part at least, you know, it's just like. 
And it was just, yeah, it did feel like a little non Lex a little bit. Like he just having a bad day apparently. And he's just like, screw it. I'm just going to go off and have a press conference. I'm going to beat the podium and say like, you know, all this stuff and see, look what's happening right now. They're going to rule us. They want to rule us and blah, 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 man. Yeah. He just, yeah, he lost his shit. He lost his shit, but I'm, I'm with you on that. It's very unlex in this version for sure. Yeah. So, but I, I do, I do, however, appreciate Mala's reaction because you can tell that her entire motivation at this point is whatever keeps me out of the Phantom Zone. Yeah. Yeah. She does not want to go back in there because, my God, I'm sure that's not 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 fun at all. Not fun at all. Oh, you, you don't you don't want to just float aimlessly in a red, timeless, spaceless void forever. Well, no, if I don't have to if I don't have to pay bills, maybe I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, no, but uh, and then of course uh, uh, we have uh, Superman and uh, Professor Professor Hamilton just uh, talking about obviously her, and she overhears it, which it's like, yeah, you always gotta Superman, you gotta you have super hearing, make sure there's like, no like, the, did you know she was in the room? <laughs> I mean, seriously, uh, no, it's like he couldn't hear her just kind of creeping in. And that, I mean, it's very tropey because we always see oh, that. Extremely like, tropey. So yeah. tropey because obviously, you know, she's trying to find her place and trying to be the good right hand man, I guess, to Superman and still learning those ways. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, yeah. Then she hears Superman talking bad about her. So it's like, all right. See, I see. Okay. Here's the thing okay. I don't think she actually wanted to do, she was doing mm-hmm. whatever it took yeah, to stay right. out of the right. Phantom Zone. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it was really about being good. It right. was about having well, someone being good to... so she wouldn't go back into the exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. And I mean, do I think she was crushing on Superman a little bit to the point that, like I said, I think she has a type. He's he he's the he's the most powerful one in the room. So that's the one she's going to gravitate towards because he's also the one that can keep her out of the Phantom Zone. And then what really you no know, burns her biscuit is that he's even considering sending her back. And then once again, it, it becomes that survival instinct of, I am never going back to that place. Yeah. Survival of the fittest right there, right? Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, she overhears that, and then uh, she tells Superman, uh, you know, oh, yeah, of course, that she wants to, uh, you know, when, when we get now when we're outside again she says and she's trying to make it seem like yes i will you know i want to help the world i want to do this and this is where we get the line from lois where she goes like yeah right and i'm wonder woman but it's a little out of continuity isn't it well because wonder woman hasn't shown up yet (laughs) she's still on themyscira right now like she Uh... like literally wonder woman makes her first appearance to the outside world is in the first episode of justice league (laughs) well i mean it's like one of those things it really is just one of those things where it's like it's a good line i i like it i like that she said that but yeah it doesn't fit in the grand scheme of things for sure even though we all know who wonder woman is and i think that's what they're really going for and it's yeah i mean again it's like you just kind of just you throw it in there at this point, we're in season two. Do you know that there's going to be? Do we know what's going to be happening with Wonder Woman at this point? No, that that's the thing. It, it, it's yeah. a thing where 
it maybe wasn't a problem at the point where this episode aired. Yeah. It just became a problem (laughs) years later when, when justice league happens and they break their own continuity. Yeah. See, Eh, it's fine though. It's still, like I said, it's still a good line. And then we get to the point where, Oh boy, she starts going after Lois and that's a big no, no. Oh yeah, you don't, you don't you don't choke you don't put a chokehold on Lois and hold her up against the wall with Superman like right there watching. Yeah, exactly. This and this is where we're gonna see the clip right here because oh, this is the clip. This is the clip because I mean it's we got to remember this is part one, so it's not like it's like okay, well, but I just thought this was like a pretty cool like um, uh, where we'd start right here. This is where she gets a little upset right here with her. These inferior creatures. Inferior. Hey, who are you calling inferior? <laughs> Yellow sunrise, I love that. Uh oh, now it's on. I like how the music went. Yeah. This is where she starts losing it right here. You okay? Don't snap her neck. (laughs) Take her off. Uh, it's about high maintenance. She just keeps making I her jabs. Your weakness. You care about that twig. I care about everyone. She's got some gnarly eyebrows too, right by the way. Well, I'm I'm, I'm checking out her eyelashes though. I know, right? <laughs> the animated series does always good with the, the the eyelashes on females. And then we got this space needle like no, type building right here. Uh oh, he's gonna get thrown into a building. Uh, no bueno. I love it. Ah. It's always weird when they, when like the some reason the like, animators put white around the eyes. It's like, right? No. Leaving it right there. But he's struggling once again. Exactly. He's still struggling. Good. I do, however, love how he solves the problem. You know, when he when he eventually, and we'll probably see it in this clip, as he lifts it up and he just rests it. Like, yeah, on a perfect spot right here with these buildings. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Like, all right, let's just put this right here. It's like, yeah, tomorrow. It'll be even, the yeah. weight will be evenly distributed. <laughs> exactly. Now, those poor people can't get out of that restaurant right now, right. but at least they're alive. Yeah, exactly. It's like what happened to the people like <laughs> in the restaurant right there. But hey, you know, it's uh, you know, that's something for people to worry about because we have something else to worry about because we got Professor Hamilton that just, you know, is waking up and going, oh, my God, she took the freaking fan- the projector. She's going to release more people. And we already know who she's going to f- actually release. And- yeah. And then, and when she does eventually release Jack Sewer, I like the cool thing about the way that site se- that sequence is animated is, you know, it's called the Phantom Zone. So there's a lot of different interpretations about like what happens to people when they're actually put into that dimension. Yeah. And I like the way that there's like it's not just like the beam blast and then Jaxra's there. It's like he has to reconstitute in a way. It's like there's layers of uh, upon layers of like bringing him back to where he eventually becomes like solid in a way mm-hmm. before yeah. he you know drops on the ground i i mean 
once again, this episode is not well animated. It's 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 the B team as far as the animation is concerned. But I love the 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 thought behind that sequence of them like reconstituting from the Phantom Zone. I like that too. I like that too. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, obviously, that's that's the good way to be. Like, all right, here's the here it is. He's back, and then to be continued. Yeah, so the episode just kind of ends. Yeah, like kind of the- ends. That's why, like, when it came to the clip, I was like, all right, let's use the clip where you know she goes after Lois because I mean, yeah, there's not not much happens in this episode. Yeah, yeah, and I'm trying to remember part two. Of, is it better? Uh, you know what? Uh, I been a while. So it's know. been a while, so I don't have a lot of memories of of this one. And yeah, because I mean, it, uh, this one's just like a good. It's a good, just like hey, we're we're showing you what's going on here. It's a good first act, I guess you could say almost like hey, here it is, and then he releases it's a, lot it's a lot of setup. A lot of setup. Yeah. A lot of setup. And and we and we've had to deal with this before, where the part ones are kind of like. That was an episode that we watched. Yeah. And this one's, yeah, it's a little low key, kind of like, all right, season two, not starting off the strongest way, but kind of because we got these other Kryptonians. And so it's like, if you watch this and you see to be continued, you're intrigued because no, you're going, oh, shit. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, oh, Jack, you know, he's out now. Oh, boy. Part two is going to be fucking crazy. So, but yeah, this was just a lot of setting up in this episode. Yeah. So, so yeah. We're just kind of like, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Once again, when we're, we're, it's okay. It's not like Batman in my basement. You know, we're, we're fine. You know, <laughs> trust me. We have our bar. We have our, we have our bar. And that <laughs> one's always uh, where it's at. <laughs> That's where it's at. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's. It's just a lot of setting up and, you know, things happen, but it, um, but it's just, man, I don't know. It's just kind of like, oh yeah, it just ends. It just ends. It's like, okay, that's a good way to end it. Okay. So now I'm looking forward to part due because I really don't, I'm like drawing blanks on. How yeah. I'm drawing a lot of blanks myself. So that's, I love that. I love that. We're going to go into this kind of like, oh yeah, this is, uh, that happened. And hopefully, yeah. and I think we, you know, let's, you know, we might all, we, both of us might be like, yeah, part two, definitely better, which I think it might be. I think we'll it see. has to be. It has to be, right? Because of all the setup. <laughs> it's like, duh. But uh, yeah, that's what we'll be watching for uh, next week, of course. Blast the what? Past. I don't get to reveal to you what episode. I know. It's like week. we already know what next week's going to be. Dun, dun, dun. I know. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's what we will be watching next week. But uh, yeah, when it comes to this one, it's just a, a lot of setting up interesting things that are happening uh superman ducking from you know spaceships that aren't really there but hey you know <laughs> you're just not gonna let that one go i know you? yeah i'm not gonna let it go i just thought it was funny i just laughed because i was like oh yeah but uh yeah that's pretty much it so there you go guys hopefully you guys enjoyed this little discussion for blast of the past uh from the past uh part one and we'll watch part two so uh anything else to add scott no, I think. Uh, oh, I I, I ooh, wanted ooh, because ooh. I was kind of talking about Jack Sword and Zod. I, I did want to take a moment to make sure that everyone knows because since Mala was a character created for, you know, the animated series, but she's clearly inspired by at least a couple of characters that you would be familiar with. Um, I think it's interesting to note that when we talk about Feora and Ursa, 
you know, at this point in the comics, you know, depending on which interpretation you're reading, they both coexist. Yeah. But Feora was created in the comics while Superman 78 was in production. Ursa was a character who is entirely created for the movie. Yeah. She didn't exist in the comics. But Feora also you got but you can't say Ursa was based on Feora because Feo Feora was introduced in 1977 while the movie was being made. So I always thought that that was a that was an interesting history about the I guess you would say the female companion of Zod, you know, that that shows up in comics that, you know, Feora is the one from the comics. Uh, and then like in post-crisis they changed their name the pocket universe to zeora mm. Ursa was not introduced into the comics until uh guy with the ball cap wrote <laughs> wrote uh, a series of arcs with richard donner in action comics in like the mid 2000s and that was when uh, it, the the arc is called last sun and that introduced uh, Zod, Ursa, and Non into you know, like comic continuity. So, just a little bit of a history lesson there. I, I felt like it was. I felt like that with Jack Sawyer and Maul in this episode, that was a great time to introduce a little like Superman one hundred and one. No, yeah, I like it. I like it when you do that, and uh, because I even thought about that too. I was like, all right, um, and I, I I looked her up. I looked uh, up Maul, and I'm like, oh yeah, she's just she was just for the animated. And I'm like, I wonder why, you know, and, and again, just the fact that it's like they didn't use Zod, they didn't use uh, a Feora or an Ursa or something like that. And it's like, so it's like we have this Zod like character and we have almost like a Feora type character as well, too. And it's just so I like the fact that you gave that little because I was kind of wondering, I'm like, OK, so, yeah, the female right hand man, I guess you could say that these characters have. And I'm like, it, yeah, but I think we yeah, we covered that pretty well. And um, yeah. I don't think we got anything more more to say. I don't. I'm like trying to think. I'm like, is there anything more? No. It's no, just no, it's a lot of setting up. A lot of setting up. A lot of setup. A lot yeah. of setup. We'll, we'll we'll be back here next Sunday and we'll uh we'll talk about part due, which should be uh better. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna be more like, oh yeah, it definitely was. So, anyways, go ahead and uh, let's send this off, Scott. Well, of course, you can find me on X at Scott DC27. Um I'm actually going to take an opportunity to announce I'm on Instagram now. What? I know I'm playing around with it, uh, but you can find me there uh, at McMerlin uh, okay. with a Y, by the way. So check me <laughs> out there. Uh, but of course, you can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We're on Vero, Facebook, and YouTube with the entire network of shows at squadcastmedia.com. I suspect we might have a new episode coming out soon, considering that a certain trailer is going to be dropping in four days. Yeah, that was big news tonight. Finally. Finally. It exists. Yes. (laughs) Sad. (laughs) Sad that that's the case. But yeah, we're talking about Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, if anybody's wondering. Yeah, it finally they dropped the tease to the trailer. It's like, oh, look at that. And. The visuals look fucking stunning. No, they do. They really, that's that's the one thing. Yeah. And this coming from a guy who really doesn't care that much for the first Aquaman movie. Ooh, okay. But once again, it's always looked gorgeous. So, you know, that's, that's where I'm landing on Lost Kingdom. It's like, can I actually like really enjoy this one? 
I, I, <laughs> it's like you hope fingers freaking crossed you know yeah you, we really hope uh, but the story might not be there but the visuals definitely will be there you know yes we're the first one but uh yeah so catch that guys and like i said fl- uh, uh hit that that like thumbs up We'll talk. Uh, did you have anything else? Sorry. Did no, I, that was it. I'm good. That was it. I, I had a feeling. Okay. Uh, yeah. Smash that like thumbs up. Uh, hit that uh, notification bell and subscribe. Do all that. We'll be, of course, I mean, obviously, I'm going to be talking about Aquaman 2 tomorrow on Film Chunk Live at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. All right, guys. We love you. And uh, we'll see you b- back here next week. Talk to you later.